the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on a hump day. Yeah, you know, Jason tried to mess me, mess with me today. And, you know, we were talking this morning. He's like, yeah, I'm just getting ready for Thursday. And I'm like, what? It's not Thursday. Don't, don't tease me like that. No, it, it's only Wednesday. But hey, that means we're about halfway through 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. I'm going to say it. I've been saying it and saying it and saying it. Put the products away. And, to, you know, this week, lucky, I'll say this. The fake, job, the fake jobs report that we got last week, you know, the the uh, 250-some thousand jobs created and, and you know, when you when you look at it from a headline standpoint, that was like, okay, that's enough to, to you know, because gold was pushing that new all-time record high, and that was a really good number. As we found out the following week, you know, they just made up 358,000 jobs with birth death. Uh, but that was enough profit-taking, this is routine stuff. We see it all the time, especially in the gold and silver markets. I'm very, very confident that we are very close. The bottoms actually may be in today. We'll see. Uh, but, but if not, we, there's, there's not a lot of room left in this. And I think as more and more data comes out, cause right now, listen, here's what they want to believe. Data is getting worse. But the Fed's going to pause, and, and somehow, you know, the, the, you know they're optimists. They're, they're optimistic people, these debt guys. Well, they've got to be, because they know that the, 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 the foundation that this is built upon is, is really, really, well, let, let's just say shaky at best. But uh, I, I, I will say this. I think over the next six weeks, that optimism is going to go away. Uh, so this is a huge opportunity. One good thing that did happen in this pullback, premiums came in, which, uh, you know, remember how much more expensive $20 gold was compared to $10 gold, as an example. It's come way in. Silver premiums touched, the, touched that record high have come in. So not only are you taking advantage of, hey, you know, really when you think about it, Gold's down about, what, 30 bucks? You know? Silver's down, well, almost two bucks on silver, a little more on silver. But when you're sitting there and you're thinking about, you know, $20 gold, you know, you can buy it for $120, $150 less, right? You know, cases of silver eagles, right? You can buy it for almost $2,000 less. Uh, you're getting a, a big savings. Not only from the pullback, but Jason, the premiums have come in very nicely. Yeah, on top of that, uh, you know, all the metals were down yesterday, but you know, platinum was down just a little bit. All the other metals were down a lot more. And then today, I'm looking, and all the metals are down a little bit. Platinum is up. 
So, uh, you know, when, when Joe said to buy platinum, you know. You know I, I'm trying. I, I have tried to tell these people to get some platinum in their portfolios. They just don't want to listen. They just don't. And I get it. I get it. Plat- hey, listen. Platinum's been an out-out dog. I mean, it's been terrible. It, it's been terrible. Not for a year or two. It's been terrible for like five years. I get it. It's not terrible anymore. As a matter of fact, the case for platinum probably going to continue to get better uh, as we go because you got to remember, South Africa's the biggest supplier. They got power problems. They can't even run the mines 24 hours a day. Uh, there, there actually is talk that there's going to be days where they don't send anybody down the mine. But here's the other problem that that you know what idiot me didn't even bring up. You know who uh, is next? Nine, I think 95% of all the platinum comes from two places. South Africa, which is like 70%. Russia is the other. They make up the next biggest chunk of it. And, of course, we, you know, no explanation needed there, right? So uh, the two primary sources, uh, it, it's not a great situation. Uh, but, but again, that's just opportunity, 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 opportunity. And right now, the way I look at it, uh, there's opportunity in gold. There's opportunity in silver. There's opportunity uh, in platinum. Those are the three places uh, when, you're, when you're deploying your resources right now. Uh, those are the three places you want to jump in, Jason. Yeah, yeah, and, and platinum used to be more than gold. That was just the standard. So uh, it will be it, again. It, Listen, it again. will be again. It will be again. Uh, the platinum thing is a little different. One of these days, I, I and I hope I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. One of these days, we're going to wake up and platinum's up like 500 bucks on a short squeeze. Uh, these are the things, because it's such a small market. You know, when we think about market, because I tell all of you how big the oil market is, right? You can take all the other commodities, add them all up, and go, and oil's still bigger. Of the metals market, gold by far is the biggest. Silver's next, but you know, we know how easy it is for JP Morgan to manipulate the silver price, because it doesn't take that much money. Platinum and palladium and rhodium, these markets, are really, really tiny. Uh, remember what happened to nickel, right? That's a, that, that's not a very big market. All of a sudden, uh, a mega short squeeze happened, and the price of nickel went from uh, you know five thousand to fifty thousand. It was something crazy like that. I'm hoping that doesn't happen with platinum, but there's going to be a day where we see a huge move. Where, and I'm not talking about ten percent or twenty percent. We can easily see a 40, 50, 100% move in that metal. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, we're coming right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Wednesday. Uh, the Dow, after having a, a tough day yesterday, it's up 120 right now. The S&P's up 15. The Nasdaq's up 47. Uh, gold's down six here, 1986. Uh, and silver, uh, floating right around, uh, unchanged here, right? I'll say down three cents here, uh, $23. 
and 70 cents on this market update brought to you by our friends at Y Refi. You know, you think about what Home Depot had to say yesterday. I'm going to tell you about Target. Uh, by the way, be careful being a headline reader with the Target news today. Yes, Target beat expectations. The big headline. Uh, I'm going to tell you. It was almost as bad as Home Depot, but we'll get to that in just a minute. If you're looking to diversify, if you think about Bubba Horowitz yesterday, is he right? Is the S&P going to lose over half of its value? Is is the Dow going to trade below 20,000? He says so. I don't know. Uh, Are interest rates uh, going even higher? Are, are, are we going to see a 10-year note above 6%? I, I, I don't think so, but he sure does. But maybe because of the fact that no one really knows. Uh, how about Stanley Drunkenmiller? What does he say? Hey, 10 years from today, the stocks are not going to be as high as they are right now. That's what he says. Not, that's not what I say. That's what he says. I've said it. Jason, <laughs> Jason's got his head on. I'm saying it. And these are really, really smart guys. These are not, uh, you know, again, a lot of people, sometimes, why do we play guys like, like, uh, Jeff Gunlatt, Stan Druggenmiller? Why did we, why did I play Bubba Horowitz yesterday? Cause it's good for you guys to hear from guys that, that are very, very smart, have been very, very successful, that are not gold guys. Right? They're not gold bugs. Right? They just tell you, hey, this is what I think is going to happen. And, and, and then you can make that determination if you're like, you know what? I need to diversify. I need to get, I want something else. You know, I'm buying my gold. I'm buying my silver. I'm doing what Joe and Jason said, but I got this other money here. Uh, and I'm looking to have it not correlated to Wall Street. What can I do? Well, one of these things you can do, check out our friends at Y Refi. Invest. YRefy.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them, 888-YREFI24, 888-YREFI24. Uh, you got to have at least 50000 That is the minimum. As we said, you get to pick. You get to pick how long you would like to invest, one year to five years. If you go with just one year, maybe you want to take a one-year time out. You'll get 6.25%. Pretty good. Better than any money market out there. If you go for five years, 10.25%. If you need your money back before, uh, it's over, guess what? You know how they, you know, these, like, we know how, like, annuities and stuff, they whack you with penalties and fees. You're going to get all your principal back. No questions asked. Check them out. Why refi 24 or 888-YREFI24. And Jason, it's another tough day, really a target. The headline was good. It, and everybody wants to, wants to blast that headline out there that, hey, we beat estimates. Now, of course, what they don't tell you is they lowered them all, right? Especially after yesterday, what Home Depot had to say. But let me tell you what the CEO of Target was saying, just to give you uh, some flavor here. We came into 2023 clear-eyed about what consumers are facing with persistent inflation and rising interest rates. 
We are determined to build our guest trust and deliver affordable joy. Yes, affordable joy. Give me a break. It's your target. Okay, calm down. Right? People are going there because they got to buy stuff and they they want to. You know, maybe the the Walmart where it is next to their house is a a little too uh, beat up, for lack of a better term. But here's what they say. Same store sales for stores open at least 13 months. Negative. It's not good. Now, problem was, they were like, well, it's just a little negative. Like, oh, you know, close. I I think the word they used, Jason, was close to flat. It was close to flat. Now, that would be okay. That would be. That, That would probably be a win. But here was the problem as the CEO started to talk. Because for Target, their quarter was February, March, April. And they said, you know, February... But February started out pretty good. Unfortunately, he said, sales began to deteriorate in March and deteriorated even further into April. And we expect them to deteriorate even further into 2023. So, Jason, very similar to Home Depot, which is, hey, same source sales are, 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 tracking to be much lower year over year than we thought initially. Uh, Initially, Target was hoping 2023 would be flat. Uh, That's off the table now, but the, the, the trend is the same, which is every single month, it seems like the sales have gotten a little, a, a little softer and a little softer and a little softer. Well, you know, when you add up a bunch of little bits, Jason, all of a sudden you got a lot. Yeah, that, that's true, and and uh, tar- Target always seems to be the uh, the odd man out when it comes to uh, Walmart, right? Or uh, or now Amazon, and then of course you got these big these big wa- uh, warehouse stores like Sam's Club, which is Walmart and Costco, and there's there's not a lot of room for for that big store competition, and just it feels like Target is going to be tomorrow's Sears or tomorrow's Kmart, right? It's just seems like it's days are numbered the way things Ooh. are going, Joe. I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if you see Target go away. Wow. Now, hey, again, right, I see that differently, but well, there's a call right there. Jason says, hey, Target's days may be numbered. Uh, we'll hear from Walmart years, yeah. tomorrow. We'll hear from Walmart tomorrow, and then later in the month, Macy's, Kohl's, Nordstrom's. Uh, if I was to guess, okay, of, of, of this list, Walmart, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, Nordstrom's, uh, I would probably say Kohl's is going to be uh, the next oh, yeah, one yeah. to fall. That would be my guess. I, I think, you know, Target, uh, I, I, I think they're going to, uh, you know, survive it, I think. Uh, but, but again, Coles, Macy's, uh, more, more pressure there. Macy's and Coles, I think, just a little bit different types of stores. Uh, just in my mind, Target's yeah. trying to be in that space where that's a grocery store and a, and a department store together. And when you got Kroger kind of moving into the department store end of it, and you got Walmart who's taken, you know, has a huge market share. It's, it just seems like when when people don't have money to spend, they're going to go to the cheapest, and the cheapest is not Target. That's the way it's going to be, I think. 
Yeah, I, I, again, I agree. Uh, Target is probably the right. Walmart is the best executor in the, hey, we're everything to everybody, uh, you know, say, uh, and I guess really Costco, uh, but a little bit different of a, of a business model. Those are the, the, the two best executors. And then, of course, Kroger uh, on the grocery, right? They're the best executor there. Uh, Target, obviously, behind, right? So, so again, uh, they're, they're going to, to, to be on the fringes. But, again, the, the trend is what we need to worry about. What is the jobs number going to be tomorrow? That, I think that's going to be a really interesting number. Uh, you know, we had 260, what, 4,000 first-time jobless claims last week. Uh, as I do, I, I talk to my buddies, and, I, and I've got lots of business owners. I've got lots of middle manager friends and, and high executive CEO friends. And I will just tell you, all of them, all of them, some have said, oh, business is a little slow. The vast majority of them are either talking about layoffs or are in a place where layoffs are now happening. So, Jason, things have changed. That's a big change from the start of the year. The start of the year, everyone's like, oh, no, business is still, it's still good. Maybe a little slower, but good. We're not getting that anymore. Now we're getting, hey, it's slowed down. Or, man, we're starting to talk layoffs. And then for some of my buddies, no, layoffs are already happening. Yep. Yeah, how about 275 tomorrow? How's that sound? That, that sounds like it's going to grind upwards. So 274, how's that? Something like that? <laughs> I mean, it, it just seems like it's moving in that direction, Joe, to get a little more serious each week. For sure. And, and you know I, what? I hope, I hope it doesn't – breaking above 270, that, that, that puts you in that danger zone. We'll, we'll see. Right. Uh, unfortunately, I think the, the more important number is going to be the continuing claims. How close to 2 million do we get there? In other words, people that are being laid off, are they finding work? Uh, I have three of my golfing buddies. They've been laid off, all of them, in the last 30 days. None of them have found employment yet. So uh, this is this is one of these trends we're going to have to look for. And I think they're they're beating the drums on the news cycle about this debt ceiling, and uh, a lot of people that you know do what we do, Joe. Like we said yesterday, they 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 they'll they'll get it figured out. They'll 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 up the debt ceiling, but if they don't or they they delay it for a while to make it a worse emergency, that might be able to cover up a bad jobs number week when everybody's got their attention focused on the debt ceiling, right? You know. Don't, yeah, don't look yeah. over there on the, that Thursday number. Look at the debt ceiling. Don't worry about anything else. You know, it's it's a good emergency to have to, to cover up. Hey, maybe jobs get to three hundred thousand in a couple of weeks, but everyone's talking about the debt ceiling. Yeah. Well, and again, I think debt ceiling next week will be really. I think next week it really heats up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number I saw now, June fifth. I don't know. Right. When 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 the Treasury allegedly is going to run out, I think all of us know they're going to do something. Uh, but more importantly, there is a, a, the latest small business survey. And this one was the one I was really wanting to keep my eye on. We're up now to 60% of small businesses saying that they are worried about staying in business. So this is a big jump up. Inflation, taxes, interest rates. 
Uh, and, and again, a lot of these business, it's the same banking problems, right? Uh, all of these things weighing on small business. And when small businesses now are starting to talk about layoffs, again, this is a, a, another big problem here right now. Uh, even my, my bar restaurant friends now, uh, one of my buddies, He's still trying to hire the same, you know, I need a dishwasher, right? I need a, a the, the late cook guy, right? You know, I need the same three or four crappy jobs that I've always needed. But you know what I don't need? Yeah, I don't need any more servers. I, I don't need any more bartenders, right? I, my main cooks are great, right? I just need those same ones. And again... We'll have to see, Jason. It's going to be, I think tomorrow will be a, a big day. Uh, if we get a really bad number, and I hope we don't, uh, that, that could affect things greatly. Because right now, uh, I think Wall Street would celebrate anything under 250000 That's just what I think. Now, I don't know if we'll get that number, but that's what I think. I don't, it just seems with everything we've been reporting the last couple of weeks, and that number's been creeping up. I just it just seems logically it'll go up a little bit from last week, Joe. I just I don't see why it wouldn't, right? I don't have any indications on my small level that it's going to go down. So what was it last week? It was two sixty? I always forget that number two sixty five. Yeah, two two sixty four. Which that was a big jump though. We went we we missed the two fifties. I mean, we went from two forties to two sixties. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Twenty dollar gold pieces, one through forty nine, thirteen seventy five, fifty or more. Uh, wait, thirteen seventy. Twenty three seventy five. I'm losing it today. Twenty or more. Two thousand three hundred and fifty. Right, so let me try it again. Man, I'm messing this whole thing up. One through forty-nine, two thousand three hundred seventy-five, fifty or more, two thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. And unfortunately, I think today's probably going to be the last day because we, we got uh, less than seventy-five twenties left. The good news is uh, the the price when this sale is over will be two thousand three hundred ninety-five dollars. So off a hundred dollars. On a a thirty just on regular retail, uh, so uh, again you can you're seeing uh, that premium come in. Please take advantage if you can, because again this is this is something where we got some profit taking, we've got some delusional thinking, uh, and, and of course let's face it, we know J.P. Morgan they they've got a lot of control in this market, uh, this pullback will be short and sweet. It will not last too long. By the way, we had seven more large bankruptcy filings this week. Uh, it is now the largest number of filings on record during a two-day period going back to 2008. So obviously, we knew what was going on in 2008. This is the largest amount of bankruptcy filings, what they consider large bankruptcy filings in a two-day period going back to 2008, according to Bloomberg. These are companies that have at least $50 million in liability. So that's kind of where they say, okay, 
Once you've got 50 million in liabilities, we're going to continue, uh, consider you a large bankruptcy. We had seven of those happen. The biggest, uh, Vice Media, 450 million, uh, which at one point was bet- valued at 5.7 billion dollars. Uh, they filed, uh, for Chapter 11 in the Southern District of New York. Uh, Monotronics, uh, they had more than a billion dollars of debt coming due in 2024. And this is going to be another problem. A lot of these companies are going to go into bankruptcy just because their debt's coming due. And remember, Jason and I, we've explained this to you. For the last 15 years, they just refinanced because rates were zero. Rates were zero. Now, all of it just let's just say they get lucky, and all is they've got to do is pay the interest rate difference. That's still too much. But for most of these companies, a lot of that collateral is no longer worth what it was uh, three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. Especially if it's commercial real estate, and then you get the the double whammy. So that's what happened to Monotronics. Uh, Envision Healthcare, uh, they were backed by, uh, KKR. They're a huge, huge company. Uh, they raised more than a billion dollars and they said that, uh, they just ran out of cash. Uh, Vitar Materials, about 350 million. Cox Operating, this was a oil producer, right? Kind of weird. You think, wow, an oil producer is going under a hundred million. Uh, Kittlefenol, they were a fire protection and suppression company, over a billion dollars. Uh, they were derailed by a ton of lawsuits as well. But Jason, not a good sign when we're seeing the, these large bankruptcies picking up, picking up speed. And, and simply pausing the rates, which is what's expected to come, is not going to slow this down. That, this, this, this debt comes due for different companies at different times. And, and Joe, really, I, I think a lot of companies uh, bought some short-term debt, like two- and five-year stuff because of the coronavirus emergency because there was so much uncertainty. Remember that? So if you're buying two-year until 2020 or 2021, and that debt's coming due in 2022 and 2023, and the rates have been up in those in these years. Uh, five-year debt, you, you bought some five-year debt in 2020, Joe. 2025, if you can't get cheaper debt, and, and, and so these rates that we're at – you know, if they don't lower it, Joe, and we don't know for sure. Everyone thinks, well, at some point they'll lower it for sure, and then they'll start printing. They could print uh, with the with the rates just what paused, I guess, Joe. Think about that, right? right. And then right. so, so yep. these these bankruptcies that Joe's talking about, this can just continue to happen, and it, it could snowball and become more severe quickly. And when we look at this it, it, again, it's something where uh, sales falling, right? You know, there, there's now another. It was already bad enough with the interest rate. Uh, if it was, if I had real estate involved, probably going to be a rougher ride. Hey, but now my sales are slowing. Right. So again, even more pressure being added. There is a lot, and I hate to say I don't want to be this negative, but it just is the reality. This is simple. This isn't complicated. There are a lot more bankruptcies coming. And I know for a lot of you, like, well, it doesn't feel that bad. Well, it doesn't feel that bad yet. But it's been happening 
gradually. Look at what Home Depot, look at what Target, right? They're all saying the same things. Well, you know, January is okay. February got a little slower, but February is okay. And then March, March got worse. Uh, and then April, a- April got even worse. And well, and May, May, May's not doing so well. This is the gradual, right? When we talk about, hey, how did you go bankrupt? Well, it was gradual at first, and then it was all of a sudden. And this is the markets that we live in. Wall Street seems to have that gift of ignoring the gradual grind. Right now, we've been gradually grinding lower. And Wall Street has that gift of ignoring it. But then all of a sudden, and then you have, and if you look at it, you have these massive down days. And it'll only be two or three massive down days. But next thing you know, you turn around and and you're down another 10% in your portfolio just that quickly, Jason. It's been slowly grinding down for the for even the markets since 2021 because when the inflation hit in 2022, I've said this many many times. Yeah. If you got inflation, which is way over 10 percent, let's just be real, and and your 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 stocks are just remaining the same over the last 30 months, well then they're they're they well, are grinding down. Even if the numbers not down, you, you got less value there, Joe, because if you sold them, you can buy less stuff with it. Yeah, and and again, you know, during the early part of that. 30 months, the Dow was 37,000. Right? It's now 33. It, it's been grinding this year. I don't know how for how much longer. Uh, and then, of course, oil. What is going on with oil? The Biden administration says, hey, they're going to buy 3 million barrels and put it in the strategic oil reserve. I'm calling BS. I'll, I'll tell you why when we get back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Twenty dollar gold pieces. One through forty nine. Uh, Two thousand three hundred seventy five dollars. Uh, Fifty or more. Two thousand three hundred and fifty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We've got rolls. I'm going to do uh, silver junk. Silver today. All of it down today. Silver is actually flat. Uh, but premiums uh, falling a little bit here. Let's take advantage of these things. Rolls of silver dimes at $125. Rolls of silver quarters at $250. And rolls of half dollars at $265. That is a $35 drop in half dollar rolls. In, in just the last two weeks, uh, keep stacking it up here. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Biden administration uh, playing a huge game. I think energy is going to be very, very interesting. Right now, crude oil is seventy dollars. We're still paying four ninety nine here. It's like it doesn't even care. Eighty four dollars. Four ninety nine, seventy dollars, four ninety nine. I don't get it, but neither here nor there. Every week, they've been pulling oil out of the strategic oil reserve, even though they they said they stopped doing that. They haven't. They just kept doing it. Matter of fact, this week they did it again. 
Almost 3 million barrels they pull from the Strategic Oil Reserve. And yet yesterday, they make an announcement, Jason. Hey, we're going to buy 3 million barrels to put into the reserve. I got an idea. I got an idea. How about you just don't take any oil out and we'll call it even? <laughs> well, I mean, it's... it's supply and demand it's it's pluses and minuses so I, it makes a lot of sense i mean i don't know if you have to rotate I don't, I don't know if that's what they do they actually rotate oil coming in oil going out but but not but not having a, a a net negative is is obviously a, just as big of a problem as not getting oil produced uh, at all or sold so i yeah just stop stop giving it away stop stop lowering your supply uh, and, and you, you'll be able to save that three three million barrels pretty easily joe you can you could you could add an extra hundred thousand barrels, and you know, in about thirty weeks, you got another three million uh, barrels, right? So I mean, you know, it's not that hard. I mean, it's not that hard. It, it, it it's all just a big game. They they need to have Cushing, Oklahoma, report increases, which they did this week. Uh, one report they they because there's two different reports that come out. One says Cushing was up two point eight million barrels. The other one said one point four million. Okay, essentially. It was up because you took the oil out of the reserve and sent it to Cushing, Oklahoma. Right now, you're coming out on TV saying, "Hey, we're going to buy three million barrels from the reserve." And again, what you you're taking three million barrels out every week already. But again, Jason, like you said, it's all about how the number looks, right? How the number looks. Hey, we're going to send 3 million barrels to Cushing so we can say it had a, a, an increase. Then we'll buy 3 million barrels somewhere else and say we put it in the reserve. And what will actually end up happening is they actually will end up adding no oil to the reserve, but yet said they did. Right. And, and if they're going to uh, take oil out of the reserves, you know, I guess more importantly, where is it going, Joe? You know, it's, you know we're going to have to keep giving it up. They, the question is, where is it going? You know, is it going for that little war in, in Europe there and in, in Ukraine, or where is it going? You know, right? Yeah. Not, it, it, I don't think we're using it here, right? So, so, so where is it going? It, it, it's a it's a problem. We'll see uh, again the fact that we keep having to empty it, and I, and I'm just I'm worried. I'm just worried here that one little hiccup, and next thing you know. Uh, we're going to see sky-high oil again. Right now, uh, I guess, give them credit for continuing to pull all this oil out of the reserve to keep the price down a little bit. Uh, how much further can we go? You know, at the height, they were pulling 7 million barrels a week, a million barrels a day. Uh, we would have been out of oil by September of this year had they kept doing that. Uh, they, they've cut it, you know, that now they're pulling just less than 3 million barrels a day. But, Jason, this is a net side. I mean, eventually, uh, everyone's going to find out. Yeah, and then uh, whatever the plan is for that, I guess, will we'll unfold. Because these, I, 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 I refuse to accept that these guys don't know what they're doing completely. So they, they're doing it for a reason, Joe. So when it gets to be to where it's, you know, a very low or amount of oil in the cars, reserves. right? Yeah, more electric, electric cars. cars. More, yeah. more, more electric cars. When we get back, I hate to, I hate to do it, but you know, Jason and I, we've said for a long time, love the people of Ukraine. 
one of the most corrupt countries. I mean, seriously. And this was well known. I'm not sure. I don't really uh, understand why it is that we would uh, be trying so desperately to uh, cause this war with Russia in Ukraine. But the their equivalent of the Supreme Court justice. So... Not a, not one of the Supreme Court judges, no, the head of their Supreme Court has been, uh, indicted on a bribery scheme, uh, of $2.7 million. And, and Jason, again, this, and I just highlight this because it's something that, again, is causing a lot of heartburn and heartache in a lot of countries and, and here at home, inflation wise, and now their their leader of their Supreme Court and uh, charged with bribery, just like we knew they would be, right? Because that's what Ukraine—that's what the Ukrainian government is. We'll be back with the final segment. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping it up here on Wednesday, and this one's just—it's it, painful because it's well known Ukraine year after year after year has been ranked as one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Why are we there? Why? Listen, we have a debt ceiling problem. We've got a debt problem, and and we're just handing billions and billions and billions, tens of billions. By the time it's all done, hundreds of billions of dollars. Here's the sad part. They're saying they expect more judges to be indicted. By the way, this guy got appointed in October of 2021. Uh, no word. Here's the good news. No word that Hunter Biden was involved. And, and uh, no, no mention of a laptop. But they took a picture. And they got this table. And it's loaded with $100 bills. U.S. $100 bills. Just stacked up. From this judge's home. And again, where's all our money going? I, I, I think I know where 2.7 billion of it went, Jason. I think I found it. <laughs> and we have no idea what numbers are actually the right numbers. And, right. who uh, knows? And, well, Ukraine is asking for more money. Uh, just recently they've been, they're saying, yeah, thanks for the help, but we need way more than you're giving us. You know, so which is uh, well, okay, more Joe. It means it means more. We're we're spending a lot of money there. People have no idea how much more money is going there than went to the the years in Afghanistan. So you know, this uh, is a this is like the Iraq where we were dumping pallets of cash out, right? Yeah. You know, apparently uh, yeah. somebody gave this judge a a, a cash delivery of U.S. hundred dollar bills. Uh, it really is. Uh, it, it just it, it's just another example here uh, of what are we doing, right? What are we doing here? It just makes no sense at all. And again, I think this is this has got a, a bigger play here, right? This is going to lead. Uh, I, I think all of this ends up leading to a, a new monetary system, a new monetary world order of some sort, and it's going to be a digital currency without a doubt. Yeah, you know, it's, it's headed that way, and we'll see 
we'll see it unfold. It's going to happen, uh, you know, sooner than later. You know, I, I don't know how much later it can be. A couple of years, five years. I don't even see five years. So I just, it just seems like it's going to be, be in the next five years, next year, two years. But it'll be implemented. I don't know if it'll be slow or if it's going to be implemented all at once at some point. You know, to to cover up the emergency. But uh, they'll tell you how good it is. It, all you'll see is news about how good it is, how good it is, and how it's going to make you safer and make the world better. And then people will just accept it, Joe and. We'll, uh, we'll have to deal with it, won't we, Joe? We're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, 800 $20 gold, uh, 1 through 49, 2375, 50 or more, 2350 Rolls of silver half dollars at $265. Rolls of silver quarters at 250 And rolls of silver dimes at $125. Again, 800-951-0592. And then tomorrow, Jason, it's going to be Walmart. And it's going to be interesting to see what Walmart has to say about sales. And then, of course, the jobless claims number. I think that's going to be the big market mover tomorrow. God bless everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.